वेलकम टू हॉप रेडियो एंड एनडीटीवी हॉप लाइफ प्रोडक्शन वेलकम टू कॉम्बैटिंग कोरोना वायरस द पॉडकास्ट वेर वी टॉक अबाउट द ग्लोबल स्ट्रगल अगेंस्ट कोविड 19 ऑन टुडेज एपिसोड एंटी लॉकडाउन प्रोटेस्ट नाउ आई एम दीपित मैगी and i'm priyanka pant so wait who is protesting lockdowns and where and why there have been anti lockdown protests in the us and it's important to give the background of what's happening in the us with covid-19 before we get into this the us is the worst affected country in the world by covid-19 now the country is in a very bad state new york obviously has been bearing the brunt of it a lot of other places are also now bearing the brunt of it the stories coming out of there are harrowing healthcare workers people who have been affected people whose families have been affected have been telling the stories for quite a while and it's a nightmare and during all of this donald trump the us president has been fairly reluctant to firstly impose a lockdown secondly he wants to reopen it quite fast and in the wake of all of this there are groups of people who are flouting lockdown to go and protest the imposition of a lockdown by assembling in public which seems absurd but i think we have to understand why people are driven to do this right yeah i mean as bizarre as this sounds i think a lot of people that have attended these protests and again i think we have to put into context that the number of people protesting is a really small minority in compared to yeah. the entire population of the united states you know it seems yes. the majority of people are taking shelter in place advisories yeah. very seriously they are staying home they are doing their best to flatten the curve but there seems to be this minority of citizens that are taking to the streets and they're angry about the virus taking away their constitutional rights and freedom so the us obviously focuses a lot on individual liberties and rights and also they are going through a bad time economically as is the entire world but in the us over the past 4 weeks more than 22 million people have filed for unemployment benefits which is a huge huge spike it's a record number so a lot of people feel that the reaction to the virus has taken away their ability to provide for their families and there could be other political reasons for these protests right according to a report in al jazeera a lot of these protests have been organized on facebook under the term operation gridlock so a lot of pages called operation gridlock for various states and various cities have popped up all containing the same text now operation gridlock is organized in part by the Michigan Freedom Fund which is an organization funded in large part by Betsy Davos and her family Betsy Davos is the secretary of the US Department of Education which is the rank of a cabinet minister and it's also interesting to note that obviously Davos is a republican and Michigan right. is ruled by a democrat so by a leader from the opposition party so Michigan saw one of the first protests against the lockdown it was covered by a number of us networks including the conservative fox news following that report the us president donald trump then tweeted a series of tweets which simply said things like liberate michigan and a number of other states now he didn't really go into any other detail apart from that phrase liberate michigan but a lot of people are seeing that as sort of encouragement or support of the protests to you know to his supporters uh, he's even said in a press briefing that the people that are on the streets seem to like him a lot so a lot of people saw that as you know sort of his support of the protesters and you yeah. know them defying the lockdown and the timing of these protests you know and Trump's reaction to them i don't think is lost on anyone the united states is due for presidential polls in november of this year trump is up for re-election take from that what you will yeah so there are also other political groups who seem involved in these protests. 
protest, right? One of them being the Proud Boys, which is the name of an alt-right group which has been accused of violence in the service of white supremacy and all of that. The Proud Boys are also fairly prevalent in these protests. You also have the gun rights groups. So a lot of images around of people with assault rifles at an anti-lockdown protest, which I don't understand. Are you planning to shoot the virus? Like what is what's the relevance of a gun here? However, we know that people in the US are very pumped about their right to gun ownership. And therefore, groups of gun owners have also organized and shown up at these protests as a means of expressing their right to hold arms. I think, you know, it's something that you sort of alluded to in the beginning also, right? That there is a certain suspicion that Americans traditionally have of the overreach of government. And so in one of the report that I was listening into from an American broadcaster, they were speaking to a protester who said, you know, of all the things, which I found really funny, she said, you know, how can the government tell me whether or not I should go and get a haircut? Right. I mean, this the idea, the haircuts, I mean, I mean, I get it, you know, I I would love to go and get a haircut and all that kind of thing, but not potentially at the cost of public health and safety. Yeah, so a lot of medical professionals have responded to these protests that have also been documented. And the medical professionals are essentially saying that, look, we get it. Life is hard right now. However, you don't have the right to put other people's health at risk Mm. by going outside. So you're not only harming yourself. It's not the risk that you could get the virus and thus be harmed yourself. It's that you could pass it on to other people. So a lot of healthcare professionals have also started showing up to these protests in groups of ones and twos. So they're not also assembling, obviously, but they're holding signs that say, you know, you have no right to put us all at risk. Go home. So Dr. Anthony Fauci, who is the leading health expert on COVID-19 in the US, he's attended many press conferences. He's explained that reopening the country too soon could lead to a much bigger problem a much higher number of cases and deaths than otherwise. So the US definitely cannot afford to reopen too early. Okay, on that note, I think we need some good news, Deepit. Do you agree? All right. Today's good news is coming in from a remote village in Rajasthan Seeker. Closer to home. Where migrant workers who were stranded in a school that had been turned into a shelter for them did a really lovely thing. So every day, a different family from the village was making meals for these migrants. Mm -hmm. According to The Wire, there were about uh, 54 migrants, which included women and children. So as a way to thank the local community, the migrants decided that the one thing they wanted to do was, you know, pay them back somehow. And the best way they uh-huh. could pay them back was to get back to work. And what they decided to do was they decided mm-hmm. to paint the entire school building. And according to The Wire, the building was actually last painted in 2011. Wow. So heartening to see communities coming together in times like this. On that note, it's a wrap on combating coronavirus. This has been Priyanka Pant and Deepit Nagi. Stay home, stay safe.